welcome to episode 38 of the fourth down podcast i am your host asher brandon and i know i know i know it's about three weeks no call no show literally nothing from me and i i really apologize for that and i know i should i shouldn't be like oh well i apologize for it because it's like what the 70th thousandth time this has happened but I, I wasn't feeling good and also i just wanted to enjoy these last couple weeks of nfl football and i know that's a big cop-out answer i know it's not the best excuse in the world but i'm not trying to make the best excuse in the world I'm just trying to be 100% real and honest, and sadly, that's the honest to God truth. Um, it, it just it doesn't help that this season felt like it went by so fast, and like even though I chair, even though I enjoyed every Sunday, it still felt like I took it for granted every single time. And I and I, I just feel bad. I just feel so bad. But with that being said, let's talk about how great these Sundays were. Starting off with the Rams and the Saints Thursday night, week 16. This was a surprisingly good game. And I know I've said this. Uh, I'm pretty sure I said this when I was talking about week 15. But it was surprisingly a very good game. You know, Rams move up to 8-7, and seven, t- basically keeping that number 7 seed in the playoffs. Moving up to number 6, I think it was, with this game. I think that's how they moved up. Um, uh, Derek Carr, uh, 319 yards, 3 touchdowns, and a pick, which is pretty much what sealed it. Running game was nothing for the Saints here, but Chris Olave with... A random, sneaky 123-yard game. Um, I've never seen that out of Chris Olave before, so that is surprising. And then Rashid Shahid also getting 70 yards through the air as well. He gets a touchdown, Jawan Johnson gets a touchdown, and A.T. Perry gets his gets Derek's car, Derek Carr's final touchdown. Derek's car, geez, excuse me. Um, defense really couldn't do anything, and that's what gave the Rams the win. Because Matthew Stafford, 328 yards, two touchdowns. Kyron Williams, 104 yards on the ground. Uh, he gets a touchdown as well. Uh, Puka Nakua just adding on to his monster year. 164 yards and a touchdown. Demarcus Robinson also gets a touchdown. He's a guy that I'm happy is doing well, but like also not really because... Well, of course, he was a Raven before he was a Ram, but... And then the defense, Jordan Fuller gets that pick. And, yeah, Rams end up winning 30-22. In a, like I said, surprisingly good game. Followed by an ugly game. Uh, and not just ugly because it was a blowout. Ugly because of the team that won. And I know I am completely coping with this, but... The Steelers... Blow out the Bengals, 34-11. to 11. Uh, Both teams move to 8-7. and seven. The Bengals fall. Steelers move up to 8-7. and seven. Uh, Jake Browning, 335 yards to the air. Touchdown. You're thinking, man, that's... How did the Steelers get so much if he got 335 yards? Well, he threw three picks. 
And then the Mason Rudolph legacy game, 290 yards, two touchdowns. And he just was amazing that game. Um, Joe Mixon, 43 yards on the ground, but Tanaji Harris is 78 on a touchdown for him. And then T. Higgins, 140 yards through the air in a touchdown to George Pickens, almost 100 yard or 200 yards through the air, 195 and two touchdowns for T. Higgins, or George Pickens, excuse me. Um, it was just an insane blowout for the Steelers. Uh, they didn't even have the most passing yards too, which is the funniest thing. But yeah, I. I don't know what to say, honestly. Um, 34-11, to 11, final score of this game, and it just felt awful. And not in, like, a horrible way awful. It just, it just didn't feel good to watch. It just didn't feel good, if that makes any sense at all. Well, going to our next game, which is Bills and the Chargers. The Bills end up pulling this one out in a surprisingly close game. Uh, 24-22, the Bills go up to 9-6. Chargers fall to 5-10, which is very surprising for this team. I thought they were going to be the team forever. Like, I, I was I was bought in on the Justin Herbert hype. I, I'm, I mean, I'm still, I still am because he is not the reason that this team was doing that bad. He is not the reason at all. But Josh Allen, 237 yards, a touchdown, and that pick he gets every game. Easton Stick, 215 yards, no touchdowns, but no picks. But that no touchdowns is really what caused them that game. Uh, James Cook, 70 yards on the ground. Austin Eckler, 65 yards. Gabe Davis, 130 yards on the ground to Josh Palmer's 47. And the Bills just kind of... just. Not demolished, but they showed out more than the uh, showed out more than the Chargers. I mean, it it didn't feel like as close of a game as it was. If that makes any sense at all, it just didn't feel as close as you would think it is. Because I, I, if you looked at how the teams were playing, the Bills were clearly playing better than the Chargers. But I mean, I mean, I digress. Any score can happen in the NFL. Including this next game, which is the Lions and the Vikings. And I'm only saying this because of what's happening next week. But, how about them Lions? Screw the Cowboys. How about them Lions? Lions end up winning 30-24. The Lions fall or go up, not fall, excuse me, go up to 11-4. The Vikings fall to 7-8. Jared Goff, 257, a touchdown, clean slate, really. Uh, Nick Mullins, <laughs> 411 yards, two touchdowns, but four picks is what sealed that game. I uh, Four picks off of 411 yards is actually insane to me. Um, Jameer Gibbs, 80 yards, two touchdowns, Ty Chan- to Ty Chandler, 17 yards and a touchdown. Amonra St. Brown, 106 yards and a touchdown to Justin Jefferson's 141 yards and a touchdown. And looking at this game, on paper, you can tell why it was so close. Completely on paper, you can tell why it was so, why it was so close. Because 
you could see Nick Mullins, like I said, two touchdowns, 411 yards, but Jameer Gibbs ran the rushing table, and then the receiving was just incredibly close. Uh, it went, they went touchdown for touchdown, really. That's what it felt like. It, it felt like they just went touchdown to touchdown. And the Vikings just couldn't really do anything. Um, that's not an insult. They just really couldn't. Uh, players on the Lions that got those four picks, by the way. Kirby Joseph gets two, showing back out. Thank God. Everybody's dogging on Kirby and Jerry Jacobs when they really shouldn't be. Um, Brian Branch gets one. He should be defensive rookie of the year, but I know they're going to give it to Jalen Carter. And then Ify Melifonwu. Afitu Melifonwu, I think is how you say his full name, but we just call him Ify because it's easier that way. <laughs> um, he also gets an interception on Nick Mullins. And now going over to our next game, the Browns and the Texans. And we have a Joe Flacco masterclass. I know, hearing those words in 2023, you're like, or not even 2023 anymore, it's 2024. Holy crap. Yeah, happy Happy New Year's. I forgot to mention that. Um, but I know hearing Joe Flacco with a masterclass game in 2024, you're thinking, like, what year, decade did I teleport to? But no, Browns win 36-22 to against the Houston Texans in a very, very high-scoring game. Um, Browns move up to 10-5. and The Texans fall to 8-7. and Joe Flacco, 368 yards, three touchdowns, and two picks. Three touchdowns to Davis Mills, 149 yards and two. Uh, Jerome Ford struggles on the ground, 15 carries for 25 yards and a touchdown. Devin Singletary gets 44 yards, and then Amari Cooper, uh, 265 yards through the air, almost 300 yards. Could have very well been a rookie record if he, or not a rookie record, he is not a rookie. Could have very well been a receiving record, wrong R word I use there. Um to Dalton Schultz leading 61 yards receiving. Insane game from Joe Flacco and Amari Cooper. Just absolutely crazy to think about. Uh, players on the Texans getting those picks are DeAndre Houston, Carter, Carson, not Carter, excuse me, and Derek Stingley Jr., who has been surprisingly quiet in his NFL career, especially after being drafted before Sauce Gardner. He got... He, he, he's he been very quiet, and I know that's not exactly his fault, but it's not exactly his, it's not exactly not his fault, if that makes any sense at all. Um, But going over to our next game, we have the Packers and the Panthers. The Panthers put up such a huge fight in this one. And I'm very upset that they didn't win. Not only because it's the Packers, not only because it's the Panthers, but I would have loved to see a Panthers upset with the Packers being the ones being upset. But Packers managed to pull it out 33-30. to uh, Packers fall to 7-8. and eight. Uh, I meant they move up to 7-8, and eight, excuse me. Packers move up to 7-8. The Panthers fall to 2-13. and 13. 
horrible, horrible year for the Panthers. As Brandon Gordon would say in Madden, they are limping to the finish line. And and limping is such a... It's such a... Horrible describer, because they're not even limping. They are crawling to the finish line. And it sucks to say that, because I genuinely thought... Jordan Love and Justin Fields are not Panthers quarterbacks. I generally thought Bryce Young was going to be able to turn this franchise around. And it's not that he hasn't been trying. He's been doing a good, good job of it. But they they, they just don't have the pieces around him. He's running for his life every play. Um, Yeah, it's insane. But Jordan Love, 219 with two touchdowns to Bryce Young's 312 with two touchdowns himself. Really proving that he was not the problem in this in this offense at all. Not the problem at all. But Aaron Jones, 127 yards. Whoa. Sorry. Aaron Jones, 127 yards on the ground. Um, to Chuba Hubbard's 43 yards and a touchdown. Romeo Dobbs also 79 yards in the, through the air to a touchdown. To DJ Chark's 98 yards and two touchdowns. He's also a guy I thought it was going to ball out for the Panthers, especially after really getting his share for the Lions. I just genuinely thought he was going to I genuinely thought he was just going to ball out and be awesome. It, yeah. I, I genuinely don't understand what happened there, but uh yeah. Uh Packers like I said win 33 to 30, move up both teams. Uh, just completely sh- show what's going to happen later in this season. Um, that didn't make any sense at all. I'm so sorry. But moving over to Seahawks and the Titans. Seahawks end up winning 2017 in a very, very close game. Surprisingly close. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's back for the Titans. Um, Geno Smith, 227 yards and two touchdowns. To Ryan Tannehill's 152 yards. But no picks for Ryan Tannehill. We can't forget that there were no picks for Ryan Tannehill. There's always something that people expect with Ryan Tannehill. But no picks is insanely huge. Uh, Kenneth Walker... Th- I almost said three. Kenneth Walker three. Oh, he's Kenneth Walker the third. Uh, 54 yards and off 16 carries. To Derrick Henry's 88 yards in a touchdown off of 19 carries. Showing the Derrick Henry we all know and love. And it's upsetting what has happened to him this season. But Tyler Lockett, 81 yards and 8 catches. I almost said carries again. Need to, And then Chagosium Okwankwo, 6, y- uh, six yards. 6 receptions for 63 yards. And a touchdown for him. Clean game across the board for both of these teams. But the Seahawks just end up taking it 2017, like I said. Moving over to our next game, which is a blowout, surprisingly. The Colts and the Falcons. Falcons end up winning this one 29-10. Once again, a surprisingly huge blowout for Arthur Smith and his Falcons. Um, Yeah, I... (laughs) I, I genuinely can't believe what happened here. 
Um, especially with how good the Colts were playing, uh, it, it just, it, yeah, I, I, like with how good the Colts were playing, you look at this and think these are two different teams. Gardner Minshew, two hundred one yard. I, I just, I also realized it was the battle of the the battle of the feel good stories. You know, the backups you can always trust in Gardner Minshew and Taylor Heineke. But Gardner Minshew, 201 yards and a pick. Taylor Heineke, 229 yards and a touchdown. Jonathan Taylor, 43 yards on the ground with a touchdown. Bijan Robinson, only uh, 72 yards, no touchdowns for him. And then a complete, I don't want to say no name because that's disrespectful to him. Because he made the NFL. He's obviously a name to be known. But... Kylan Granson, 62 yards through the air to B. John Robinson's 50 yards. And I guess that's what happens when you have no Michael Pittman, is that you just have to find a new guy. It's the same thing with Puka Nakua when Cooper Cup went out. Who knows? Maybe Kylan Granson is the right guy for this team in the long term. I don't know. But Falcons end up moving up to 7-8. Colts fall to 8-7, putting their playoff spot in danger. And I know, with future, with with future, uh, future me, you everybody just scoffed at that. Like, oh yeah, sure. Who? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to our next game, the Jets and the Commanders. Another surprisingly close game. But the Jets pull it out 30-28, moving up to 6-9. and nine. The Commanders fall to 4-11. and 11. Um, Jacoby Brissett, 100 yards and a touchdown to Trevor Simeon's 217 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Chris Rodriguez Jr., 58 yards and two touchdowns instead of Brian Robinson. Oh, excuse me. I don't know what just happened to my voice there. Um... <laughs> Brees Hall, 95 yards and two touchdowns. Terry McLaurin, 50 yards in the air. And Brees Hall, 96 yards through the air. Fantasy managers, especially my friend, is very happy about that. Jets end up winning 30-28, like I said. Uh, the commander's player who got that pick on Trevor City in was Cody Barton. Uh, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I never heard that name in the league, which means good for him that he got his pick his name's out there maybe stuff happens i don't know what i mean by that but maybe um moving on to our next game which is the buccaneers and the jaguars buccaneers end up winning 30 to 12 going up to eight and seven the jaguars fall to eight and seven trevor lawrence just hasn't looked the same as he did to start the year and that's not exactly his fault. I mean, two interceptions is something you don't want, but he's playing injured. And I know you're going to be able to say, oh, every every guy can use that injury or can use that excuse. Oh, we're all injured. But no, it's, it's genuinely just he, he he's playing on a hurt ankle. And he shouldn't even be out there. Sometimes you need to help a player from themselves. And that's what happened with Tua. He shouldn't have been out there, but they put him out there anyways. And it's like, yes, you need to help you need to help a player from themselves because 
every player is going to want to play, no matter what. No matter what they're going to want to play. But Trevor Lloyd's 211 yards, a touchdown, and two picks, like I said. Baker Mayfield, 283 and two touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence leading the team in rushing, too, off that hurt ankle I mentioned with 29. That shows you what this team's like if he is hurt and leading the team. Um, but Rashad White for the Buccaneers, 39 yards and a touchdown. Evan Ingram leading the team and receiving with 95, which is not the first time that's happened. And it's surprising to me and a lot of people, actually. I, I He's just never actually done that, if that's the word you want to use. I I don't know, but <laughs> um, it's just very surprising, actually. I, 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 I don't know. Good, good for Evan Ingram. This is by no means a dog on Evan Ingram. Like, good, good for him. Uh, but Mike Evans, 86 yards, two touchdowns there. The players getting the picks on the Bucks were Antoine Winfield Jr. and Devin White. Antoine Winfield Jr. showing out. I don't know what year he's in now, but just good job for him showing out. Um, speeding through these last couple games, the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Dolphins with an upset 22-20, to giving them a record of... Drum roll, please, while we wait for the page to load, because I forget what they were at at this point. I think it was like eleven and three at this point. Um, it's not loading. Right, <laughs> uh, Dolphins end up moving to, like I said, I think it was eleven and three. Cowboys also fall to. Something like eleven and three, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having tef- tech technical difficulties. I'm also having speaking difficulties because someone doesn't know how to speak the English language over here. <laughs> Asher Brandon over here, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, it's just another like it's another one of those weird weeks of we are it's it's another one of those weird weeks and I know I'm doing a horrible job at explaining this and I and I'm sorry that I'm doing a horrible job at explaining this but right now I'm just I'm just trying to stall for this stupid page to come up um uh yeah Dol- dolphins it's not even like Tua or anybody's fault like Dak not Dak's fault not to his fault if they lost it was just a very close game very like shown up by a lot of good defenses if that makes sense at all um yeah I I, I don't I don't have any other way to describe it. it it was just good showings by multiple defenses um yeah i mean it was just it was just good for uh good for them like there's no other like there's really nothing else to say other than good for those teams because if you have a good defense you're winning games 
every time, if you have a good defense, you are winning games. And that's exactly what they were doing. They are winning games, and they deserve to be. I, uh, <laughs> they really just deserve to be winning games. Um, yeah, I don't know what is happening here, but I... I, I, I while we wait for the technical difficulties to stop technical difficultying, I'm going to skip ahead to week 17 because that's the only week that wants to show up. And starting off with the... There's no Thursday night game this week, but we start off with the Titans and the Texans with the Texans moving with the win 26 to 3 in a monster game for the Texans. CJ Stroud's first game back, I'm pretty sure. And just a very very good good game for uh CJ Stroud there. Um waiting for this to load too. Sorry. Uh 2 213 for CJ Stroud and touchdown Ryan Tannehill 168 yards. Derrick Henry 42 yards on the ground, Devin Singletary gets 80. DeAndre Hopkins with it against his old team, 72 yards. Nico Collins with 80 yards through the air. Nico Collins proving to be another great young, uh, another great young guy in the league. And I don't know where they found this kid out of Michigan. I knew he was good. I knew he was good, but I, I didn't expect him to be this good. If that like. He's just incredibly good. It's insane. It's insane that he is as good as he is. Um, uh, Texans end up moving up to 9 and 7. Titans fall to 5 and 11. Um... In just just amazing game from the Texans. I genuinely I, I genuinely can't believe most of the stuff that happens this season. Like the Falcons blowing out a team in week sixteen are yeah, Falcons blowing out a team and then the Bears blowing them out in return seventeen to thirty seven. The Chicago Bears scored thirty seven in a game. Um, Justin Fields, 268 yards and a touchdown. Taylor Heineke is 160 yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions for Taylor Heineke. And, I mean, that's not going to get you Little Caesars Player of the Week, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, That was so stupid. I'm so sorry. But, yeah, Taylor, Taylor Heineke throwing an insane amount of interceptions. And I say insane amount of interceptions because it's not that bad, but you think of the game Patrick Mahomes had three interceptions, he counteracted that with three touchdowns. Taylor Heineke did not counteract that with three touchdowns. He counteracted it with one touchdown. Uno touchdown, if you may. Um, yeah, uh, Khalil Herbert... 124 yards on the ground and touchdown to Bijan Robinson, 75 
and zilch, nada, nothing. Um, Tyler Algier, 75 yards and a touchdown. DJ Moore, 159 yards and a touchdown. DJ Moore has just been a wreck for some of these teams this season, and it has shown. I, I don't understand what the Panthers were thinking getting rid of him because the Panthers should have never gotten rid of him at all. Could you imagine Bryce Young being able to find DJ Moore now with the stuff he's been dealing with? That would save his life most of these games. That save his life. Incredibly save his life. But no, now he's left scrambling for help every single game. And it's insane. It's just insane because this guy has no chance. And I know I shouldn't be going in a Bryce Young rant right now. But this guy just has no chance of succeeding in the NFL if you're just going to absolutely, completely hurt him. And I'm not saying hurting him as like they're bashing his knees in with a crowbar, but they're hurting his development. And I feel like. We're going to get another Justin Fields with the Panthers like the Bears are doing with Justin Fields. They gave Justin Fields no help, but now he wants to completely draft a new guy. The Bears, as in he, but the the Bears want to completely draft a new guy. And honestly, I think they should. I think the Bears should trade Justin Fields, give him to a team that actually cares because you're not going to do anything with Justin Fields or Bryce Young just give him away give him to a team that will treat him right develop him right all right uh I do not know if you have checked out the Instagram at all or anything like that if you haven't you should check out the Instagram fourth down pod on Instagram and probably Twitter coming very soon I don't know but we had a little bit of technical issues, as you know, if you've listened up to this point. So, we're just completely, not. we're not starting over. Because I, I, I'm very happy with where I was going after that Justin Fields rant. But, yeah, we are just completely not starting over. I'm just going to week 17. And if I miss a couple games, which I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, actually, I'm pretty sure I ended on that Cardinals-Bears game. Or, no, I, I ended in the Dolphins-Cowboys game. Yeah, Dolphins win 22-20. Patriots won against the Broncos 26-23. The Raiders beat the Chiefs 20-14. And the Eagles beat the Giants 33-25. And then in a Super Bowl matchup prediction, the Ravens beat the Niners 33-19. That is Week 16 wrapped up. I'm going to now start with week 17, and also if you hear a little bit of rumbling, I don't know if you just heard that, but if you did, the mic arm that I have is just completely loose, so I have to hold the microphone this entire time, so bear with me here, I'm wa- I'm gearing to get that fixed for next week when we start talking about the playoffs. Anyways... Starting off week 17, we have the Thursday night game between the Browns, or not the Thursday night game. No, week 17 had no Thursday night games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, We have the Jets and the Browns. Um, I also lied, it was a Thursday night game. Um, (laughs) 
it's week 18 that didn't have any, but Jets and the Browns. Browns end up winning 37 to 20. Joe Flacco revenge game against the Brown or against the Jets, excuse me, in an amazing game. Amazing game. Three touchdowns, 309 yards. Uh, moving over to the Lions and the Cowboys, where the Lions beat the Cowboys, but the refs beat the Lions, and I will not shut up about it. Yes, Jared Goff had two interceptions. Yes, Dak Prescott had two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns shouldn't have counted. And even if we're talking like that, we, there are so many things that shouldn't have happened, especially that last play where, you know, everyone's reporting as eligible. Uh, everyone's reporting as eligible, apparently. So, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, Lions lose to the Cowboys by one point. They shouldn't have. They definitely won that game. I can't believe we get to see the Lions beat the Cowboys and move on to the second seed. But we know what's happened out of that. So there's no use in complaining about it. There's literally no use to complain about it. Um, Moving over to the Texans and the Titans. Texans beat the Titans 26-3, to keeping their playoff hopes alive. Uh, C.J. Stroud, another really good game from him, uh, arguably the rookie of the year, 213 yards and a uh, touchdown. Moving on to the Falcons and the Bears. The Bears end up destroying the Falcons, 37-17. Justin Fields, 268 yards and a touchdown. Taylor Heineke, three interceptions to lose the Falcons the game. And Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, D.J. Moore just... Dominating, dominating the Falcons, but the Falcons are now more in the running for Bill Belichick. So who really won there? <laughs> uh, moving over to the Dolphins and the Ravens in what everyone thought would probably be the AFC Championship game, the Ravens demolished the Dolphins. Third, uh, I just read the Ravens record thirteen three. Excuse me, fifty six to nineteen. 56. It was 10-7 coming out of the first quarter. Then the Dolphins go up 13-7. And then the Ravens just pile on 21 points. The third quarter, 7 more points on top of that. And the fourth, 21 more points on top of that. 56-19, making it the second highest game in Ravens history. Also against the Dolphins was their first highest game with 58, I think it was. In week one of 2019. The Dolphins just have no answer for the Ravens. They just don't have an answer. And it's insane. Lamar Jackson, 321 yards. Five touchdowns. Gus Edwards, 68 yards and a touchdown. Zay Flyers, 106 yards and a touchdown. Insane game from the young guys and the Super Bowl contenders. Of course, that's me speaking biased. In... The next game, the Saints versus the Buccaneers. The Saints beat the Buccaneers, getting their playoff hopes up in... Yeah, getting their playoffs ho- playoff hopes up, tying the Buccaneers 28-8. Uh, eight eight. Saints win 23-13, I think I said that already. Derek Carr, two touchdowns. Baker Mayfield, two interceptions, but two touchdowns. But the two interceptions really led them to that defeat. Moving on to the Panthers and the Jaguars, an absolute blowout by the Jaguars, 26 to nothing. Going to the Colts and the Raiders in a close game, the Colts win 23 to 20, basically eliminating the Raiders from playoff contention. 
which means the Colts fight for the AFC South next week. Um, <clears throat> going over to the Rams and the J- Giants, almost said Jags, excuse me. Rams beat the Giants 26-25. Puka Nakua, just an insane game, as always. Rams keep playoff hopes alive. 49ers and the Commanders, 12-4 49ers now after they beat the Commanders 27-10. to Brock Purdy, two touchdowns. Sam Howell, two picks. It's really the game. It's really the week of two interception games ruining these these teams. Really, just two interception games. And, and I always said, if Brock Purdy throws two interceptions, the team loses. That seems to be the case for every single NFL team now. Like, it, it just feels every single time they lose, it seems to be because of that. Moving over to the Seahawks and the Steelers. Steelers end up beating the Seahawks surprisingly 30-23. to Steelers move to 9-7, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Mason Rudolph in a shell shock game. Bengals and the Chiefs. Chiefs end up beating the Bengals 25-17, moving to 10-6. Bengals fall to 8-8, eight eight, really losing their playoff hopes. Um... Broncos end up in the Chargers, or Chargers end up with the Broncos. Broncos beating them 16-9. to Easton Stick, 220 yards, but no touchdowns. This is really what lost them the game. Uh, and a very surprising end of the season for the Chargers. 5-11, and 5-12, I think it is. Insane, insane, horrible ending for them, which is not what you expect at all. And the Packers against the Vikings, the Packers 33-10, to blowing out the Vikings, blowing them out of the water, really, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Moving on to next week, the first Saturday game, Steelers and the Ravens. Steelers win 17-10, to which is disgusting. Just disgusting. But Ravens were playing the backup. Steelers were playing for something. Steelers get into the playoffs with this win about. Uh, they need some help, though. They need some help, and we'll see what happens. Ravens clinched the number one seed, of course, earlier in the season. And then the Texans and the Colts in a huge playoff implication game. Whoever wins this game wins the AFC South. It goes to the playoffs if, if the Jaguars lose. I think I, th- I I think it's if the Jaguars lose. But Texans end up winning off of a dropped pass by the Colts on fourth and one. Really should have happened, but you can't really blame you can't really blame them. It wasn't that best of a pass, but it also should have been caught. And I hate saying that for Tyler Goodson. Because he showed out whenever needed. But, yeah, it's just, it hurts. It hurts as a fan of the NFL and a fan of players to see that happen to a good, for, to a good solid player at his position. It's insane. Moving on to the Titans and the Jaguars. Titans end up beating the Jaguars 28-20, to eliminating the Jaguars from the playoffs, putting the Texans in the playoffs to where they will go and face the Browns. Trevor Lawrence, two interceptions. Once again, really what leads the teams to lose is those two interceptions. 
Moving on to the Lions and the Vikings. The Lions ending the year out strong, 12 and 5 after a win in Minnesota, 30 to 20. Minnesota falls 7 and 10. Nick Mullins, guess what? Two interceptions to Jared Goff's two touchdowns. It's I I it's, you throw two interceptions, you lose the game it feels like. Um Saints and the Falcons. Saints move to nine and eight after beating the Falcons forty-eight to seventeen. Jameis Winston running up the score, getting uh, Jamal Williams his touchdown, which really isn't that bad of a problem. But yeah, it's they just run, run it up, run up the score. Once again, not that bad of a problem because if you if you don't want them to run up the score, then don't let them score. Just don't, just don't let them score. It's it's as simple as that. And you can't get upset if you are Arthur Smith, because you just shouldn't have let them scored all those points. Uh, moving over to the Jets and the Patriots. Jets end up winning seventeen three. Guess what? Bailey's happy. Two interceptions. Trevor Simeon didn't even have over a hundred yards passing. But it's because Bailey's happy through those two interceptions. The number two is a scary, scary, scary number for all these teams. Very, very scary. Um, yeah, it's it's. I've I've been haunted by it sometimes this year too, and wild. It's just wild. Going over to the Buccaneers and the Panthers. Buccaneers end up winning nine to nothing in a barn burner of a match. Of a match, well, in a barn burner of a, of a. Yeah, I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know what I'm trying to say. Apparently, uh, Baker Mayfield, 137 yards, no touchdowns from either team. Three field goals for the Buccaneers is what won them the game. Wild. Moving over to Browns, Bengals. The Bengals demolished the Browns, thirty-one to fourteen. The Browns were playing the backups. The Bengals were not because they were fighting for a playoff spot. I think Jake Browning three touchdowns and pick. Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. Excuse me. Guess what? Two interceptions, like always. Um, Bears and Packers. Packers seventeen to nine win against the Bears. The Bears could have done that to eliminated them from the playoffs, just like the Lions last year. But it did not happen. Jordan Love's two touchdowns lead the Packers to a win. Insane. Insane game. Um, Moving the to the Commanders and the Cowboys. Cowboys win against the Commanders 38-10. Really looked like the Commanders could pull through at the first half, but then the second half shut out from the Cowboys defense. If the Cowboys lost here, the Lions would be the two seed, and they would have played the Packers, which is actually kind of funny, but yeah. Moving over to the Raiders and the Broncos. The Raiders end up winning 27-14. Aiden O'Connell, two touchdowns. Jarrett Stidham, one pick. This game just got Antonio Pierce hired by the, by the Raiders today also. He just got hired as the next head coach for the Raiders. And I could not be happier for him. He's a guy that genuinely seems like he deserves it more than anybody else in the league. And I know you might be thinking, going, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, no, shut up. He deserves it. He deserves that job so much. 
especially after what he did for that Ra- Raiders team, bro. It's he deserves it more than you probably know. Um, moving over to the Eagles and the Giants. Uh, Eagles end up losing to the Giants, twenty-seven to ten. Losing to the Giants, twenty-seven to ten. Not winning. And that is, they just had a downfall this entire year. I know they were playing their backups, like Marcus Mariota, one touchdown and a pick. Tyrod Taylor, touchdown and a pick, too. But Saquon Barkley, two touchdowns. It was just an ugly game for the Eagles. Moving over to the Seahawks and the Cardinals. The Seahawks end up winning by one point, 21 to 20. And I thought the Cardinals were going to upset the Seahawks here. I am very excited for what this Cardinals team is going to do next season. Now with Kyler Murray completely healthy, they can get another big wide receiver in the draft. Maybe they trade up to take Marvin Harrison Jr. If they trade up to take Marvin Harrison Jr., that's going to be scary. That's going to be so scary. Imagine Maserati Marv on that Cardinals team. That's going to be Kyler Murray and D-Hop all over again, but a faster D-Hop. I... I it's worrying. It is so worrying for me. Well, not for me, but it's so worrying to think about. Going over to the Rams and the Niners, the Rams need to win this to get to get the sixth seed, I think. Uh, oh, no, this was a game of backups. That's right. They were both wrestling the starters. I apologize for getting that information wrong. Anyways, Rams beat the Niners by one point, 21 to 20. The only pick was by Carson Wentz. But it wasn't enough to get the 49ers back to a win, back to the win column. And yeah, <laughs> Niners lose in a weird, weird way. Speaking of weird, weird ways, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Chiefs end up winning 13 to 12 by one point. Blaine Gabbert had his moment to shine and threw no touchdowns and a pick. Easton Stick. No touchdowns, but no picks. If he threw a touchdown, this game would end differently. Chargers end the year 5-12. and 12. Very disappointing. Uh, moving on to our final game of the regular season. The Bills and the Dolphins. And the Bills end up beating the Dolphins 21-14. Josh Allen, two touchdowns, two picks. But Tua threw a touchdown and two picks as well. Which, once again, the number two just absolutely demolishing and scaring teams this season. Uh, No rushing touchdowns for the Bills, but two touchdowns passing, like I said. Two Trent Sherfield and Dawson Knox. The pick was Christian Benford and Taylor Rapp getting picks. And the Dolphins, two touchdowns on the ground. or two, One through the air, one through the ground. Devon A-Chain getting a touchdown on the ground, but it was just too little, too late. The Buffalo Bills... I said too little too late, but they got shut out in the second half, which is why it was too little too late. Um, Bills scoring 14 in the uh, in the fourth quarter, winning the game 21-14. to And that will do it for the regular season episodes of the podcast. Insane. Insane season. Ravens number one seed, Lions number three seed. You couldn't plan that better for me. If you were in my position, you would, you couldn't have planned that better. Um, insane season. I'm so happy that it happened. I am so so happy that it happened.
I'm I'm happy that you guys have been here for this entire thing. It's amazing, to say the least. It's it's amazing to say the least. I'm so happy that I get to do that, and we get to do more next week. But with that being said, that will do it for this week's episode of the podcast. I'm sorry that it took so long to come out. I'm sorry that it took like four weeks to get out. It, I I can't apologize enough for that. But I appreciate if you've listened to this entire thing all the way through up to this point. I appreciate you with all my heart. I love you, and that will never change. You know that I say it at the end of every episode. I I can't. I can't love you guys anymore. But all that sappy stuff is for three weeks from now when we do the Super Bowl episode and talk about how the Ravens and the Lions got to the Super Bowl. That is so far down the line. We have playoffs next week. I will see you guys then. Peace.